Welcome to the Splitline Off-Road Podcast. Brought to you by Magna One Motorsports. Are you ready to go GNCC Racing? Look at these guys. Oh boy, we got a wheel-to-wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. National champion Jordan Ashford. I appreciate it, man. It's- this is the Split Line Off-Road Podcast from Magna One Motorsports. Here's your host, Rodney Cooper, and co-host, Brandon Whitehair. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, with me today, as always. Brandon Whitehair, guys, what is up? Episode one, two, three, coming at you. <laughs> Hey, Four. I like that number. One, two, three. One, two, three, four. Will we will we be around when it's oh. time to call one, two, three, four? Uh, not really. Choo wee! That's like what? Ten years from now? Twelve years from now? Maybe we'll be forgotten by then. Yeah, maybe, probably. <laughs> but we're gonna make the most of it now while it's one, two, three. That's right. Before we get into this awesome episode, we gotta thank our awesome sponsors. First and foremost, we gotta thank Magna One Motorsports. If you need a used bike. If you need gear, goggles, or anything else, make sure you check out MagnaOneMotorsports.com to, to, to check anything out that you need on their website. Also, check them out trackside at any GNCC and any PG event. While you're there, make sure you pick out Magna One Clean It. It's a revolutionary cleaning product for your dirt bike, ATV, or anything else you decide to take to the track this weekend. We also got to thank Guts Racing. Guts is a, seat lead, it's a leader in seat innovation and technology. For the past 25 years, since 1985, that's more than 25 85? years. That's like 35 years. Yeah, you know. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. They make the best custom seat foams. They make the best seat covers. And I'm telling you guys, don't trust me. Trust people like Thad Duvall. Trust people like Bryson Neal. Trust people like Joel Hetrick. Shoot, trust people. Trust the fast people on those bikes. If you want a good seat cover, yep. get a Guts Racing seat cover. Oh, yeah. They've been taking the ATV GNCC world by storm. Yep. And I don't want to say it's because of us, <laughs> but I also don't want to say it's not because of us. Right. We'll take the credit. Thank you guys for supporting Guts Racing. We also got to thank <laughs> Sunstar Chain and Sprockets. If you need a chain and sprocket, make sure you use Sunstar Chain and Sprockets. They are the best chain and sprockets in the business. Brandon, what are those things made of? Case hardened steel, baby. Case hardened steel. If you want to get to the finish line for multiple races in a row, like Devin Masters over here. Multiple races? We're at multiple seasons. Multiple seasons on one chain and sprocket kit. Make sure you trust Sunstar Chain and Sprockets. And I'm telling you what, if you're not sponsored by them no worries sponsorships are going to be coming open soon for the 2024 season right brandon yep. oh um, actually it's out right now so it's out right now okay yep. i knew it was coming soon yep i'm pretty sure right good deal so get on it if, yep. if it's not out right now it'll be out soon right yes. yep but also use the split line discount code split line 30 to save a cool 30 percent off of anything on their website make sure you guys check that out we also got to thank mountain state hair scramble series they are the leader when it comes to awesome hair scramble series in the state of West Virginia. Make sure yep. you guys check them out. They are the best. If you guys want a family-friendly event, if you guys want tough terrain, mm-hmm. well-built tracks, 
awesome time with awesome people. Make sure you check it out. Richie and Only Gain do an awesome job. We also got to thank Seal Savers. Yep. They've been in the business for over 20 years, providing the ultimate fork seal protection for your dirt bike, coil protection for your ATV, and all the protection you need for those side-by-sides that I know you guys put through crap. They might even have late-night protection, if you know what I mean. I'm joking. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about if you're talking about saving, you know, like all of the all of the in and outs hey, of the of you, the side by side. They have a palm saver. They ha- dude, that. hey, hey, no lie, palm saver saved my hands at the uh, ten to nine hour. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I oh, I say mine too. I, I slipped them on. Right. Right. I came in. We were what three quarters of the way through the race, and yeah. I was like, "Man, I was like, my left hand's not going to make it." As yeah. far as like, I'm going to get. Yeah. I had a huge one coming, yeah. and um, I threw a palm saver on. And I'm telling you what, guys, like at first I was like, I don't know if I can get used to riding. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to pump products that I don't believe in. Right. But like, I was like, ah, I don't know. It feels weird in my inside my glove. Mm-hmm. But then when I started riding, like it just, I, I didn't even think about up. it. I said, "Get out there and ride." Yeah, he did. He did. Because he was like, get out there and ride because I don't want to. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm already feeling it, boys. But he was like, um, but I put it on and I went out there and the blister never actually came to the surface. You right. know how like you yeah. can feel it. You can feel it coming. You can feel like your skin getting loose and everything. Yeah. But it actually never, I never really ended up getting a real blister. Mm-hmm. And it's all because of that palm saver. Yep. So um, if you're running you're, a GNCC uh, series, if you're running like all these Mountain State series and then GNCC and you're not giving your body a break. Like, you don't want to go into, like, a GNCC race with blisters from the last weekend. Right. So make sure you guys get on that train. Use the discount code SPLITLINE to save 20 25% off of anything on their website. Yep. I guess I should have been wearing some palm savers because we were literally cutting my blisters off with side cuts <laughs> every time I would come in. Yeah. So I'd cut it off, and then I'd get a blister in the same. It's I don't know how you get blisters because you have, like, the most gnarly hands. Like your hands are like mountain. What are you talking hands. about this, this things look like girly hands from here. Look at this. Dude, it makes it worse. This <laughs> the way my skin's messed up on my hands. I get blisters worse because of it than than yeah. not. Hey, so. you know what's funny is we we had an extra pair, right on. Right we across, did have an extra right, pair right across the pits from us. I had to do that. Hey, what else did you use this, the seal savers for that race, Devin? Well, I had to protect my lighting. That's right. I wanted to be able to see in the darts, so That's we right. covered it up. You weren't a loser running around the track with like you know cardboard on there, were you? <laughs> no, I we wasn't. saw we saw, saw. I mean, you, you may know. have been a loser with the cardboard, but you probably still beat us. But <laughs> we had the slicked out seal savers light covers that we custom made right. out of uh, out of uh, some. Uh, Shock covers. Shock so. covers, yeah. 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 So yeah even put stickers stuff. and everything on them. Yeah, we did. The stickers didn't last long, but the protection did. <laughs> yep. Hey, they were good for uh, photo ops. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Boys, it's going to be a good show tonight. Is it? Yeah. I hope. Yeah. We have Levi Cohen coming on tonight, tonight's show. Uh, excited to talk to him about racing, about training. Dude's jacked, right? Yeah. Like, you look at him, he's just jacked. Like, rides a, rides a quad better than most. Right. right, like mm-hmm. he's sick on a bike, and then like I've seen some BMX stuff that yeah. I'm very interested in because like that's like a childhood dream of mine. Yeah, I was never good at it. Like you're, you're I dropped into one ramp. <laughs> Quick story: I was up at Snowshoe with my parents, and this they actually had a BMX track. The BMX track was basically where Pro Pits is now. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you remember this, Devin? Yeah, they used to have like uh, ramps and stuff set up over by the, where the finishing stuff is too. They had a half pipe, mm-hmm. okay? Me thinking I could do anything, like I decided I'm dropping in, 
on my mountain bike. So I drop in straight to my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the one and only time I ever dropped in on a half pipe, yeah. did anything BMX related. Um, it was not fun. But what, what I used to do was just play Dave Mirror. You ever oh, played Dave, Dave Mirror? Mirror? Oh, my yeah. gosh. Man, I bet you if you started the soundtrack of Dave Mirror, oh my gosh. I could sing Dave word for word. Birth. Yeah. Yeah, just doing. Yeah. 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 Dave Mirror. Let me, let me get this. Um, Dave Mirror, NASCAR 98, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then whatever NCAA game was out at the time. Yeah, yeah. Dude, how many nights were we playing video games like till the wee hours of the morning when we were like sophomores and oh man, in high school? It's insane. Remember on ATV Fury? ATV Offer Fury. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. We made all kinds of games up and stuff. Yeah, playing the shit out of those things. I remember one night we played this game. I forget what it was, but we were like racing monster trucks. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? <laughs> remember that? Just. Do you like lose hours doing that stuff? Hours, hours. like hours. Yeah, yeah. Now we're yelling. At, we're now we're yelling at our kids for being on the on the screen yeah. too long. Get off your screen! Gosh, I never did that when I was a kid. Yeah, we were outside playing in the mud <laughs> until nighttime. <laughs> until night. Exactly. Until nighttime. So I tell my kid. Yeah, yeah. So, Brandon, it's yeah. been a minute. Yeah. We've taken more time off this summer than we have originally planned, yep. but. I'm happy to tell you guys, we've been getting a bunch of DMs. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, guys. This is not like us. No. We've had some, some unexpected circumstances this summer. Yep. We've had things going on. and uh, But here we are, two weeks out from the, um, from the uh, Mount- Mountaineer GNCC down in Beckley. <clears throat> and good news is, is we are back. Back, yep. back. We're back. I mean, back, back, back. Back, 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 back. Back, 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 back. As so, long as you're not broke back, mountain back. No, we're not that back. But <laughs> we're going to be back until the end of the season. Um, yep. And then we'll probably go take another hiatus for yeah. a little while. Yeah. But good news is, is you know that game that we used to play called uh, Split Line Fantasy? Yeah. <clears throat> well, is it back to? Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I am going to be putting in the points from this little race that we did yeah, called Snowshoe. Oh, okay. So be looking for those points to be dropping here in the next week or so. Okay. Uh, I apologize to you guys because that's been on me for not doing it. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to have to look back through all the messages and get that done. But anyways, we're back and uh, we're excited to talk about racing. Uh, maybe a little bit of football, right? Yeah, Brandon, yeah. What, that, that's what you've been into lately, I've right? Been, that's what I've been into. I mean, you got your, you got yeah. your, your Bridgeport hat yeah. on. You're all Bridgeportified. Yep. It's like a religion yep. over there. That's what we do. People. That's what we do. You Bridgeport people. We do nothing but win. Embarrassing. Have you ever lost a football game as a head coach? One. <laughs> One game. How many years? This will be my third year. This is bulk. <laughs> this is just. <laughs> it's, my, it's the opposite of my baseball record. Yeah. No <laughs> yeah, doubt. It's the opposite of no, Are you coaching baseball in this sport? I don't even know. We'll you want to swap? <laughs> you want to swap? You'll swap. I'll swap with you. <laughs> Swap. Like I'll take the head coaching position that way yeah. I can take the L record. There you go. And then you can just keep I'll your just keep my W record, record over, right. over, in the, <laughs> over on the football side. So hey guys, uh, we did not get the. Did we get the Sunstar? I didn't do it. Okay, so we did not get the shifting gears segment up. But if you guys have questions, throw them in the comment section, yep. and we will get to them. So make sure you guys hit up us in the comment section. Make sure, as always, you guys like, share, subscribe. Yep. All those things that all the other podcast people tell you to do, do it for us too. Right. And um, I'll tell you what, uh, speaking of some racing, uh, Jet, Jet Lawrence with the sweep over on the motocross side, <clears throat> that's just impressive. At what point in time did you feel confident 
it was going to happen. See, I, I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't <coughs> think it was going to be was going to happen at all. Um, I mean, Chase, Chase was chasing him down all the time, and if he could have just minimized his mistakes a little bit here and there, I think I think he pulls one off. But, um, but I mean, my hat's off to Jet. I mean, that that was awesome. I mean, that's nobody does that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, do you remember? Like, were you watching as intently as you are now when? Ricky and uh, James did it. Uh, not Ricky, because we were like what <coughs> seven. Yeah, we were pretty young. Now James, I, I do remember James doing. Yeah, it. but Rick, Ricky was was uh, pretty pretty early in my life. Yeah, yeah. What? So you don't really you don't really remember that. I, I only thing I remember with Ricky was uh, was it like the Carmichael Fly game or whatever? What was that? Uh, MX Fly is that is that right? Uh, I don't know. It was a game with Ricky Carmichael. Something like Supercross. That. I don't know. Some somebody in the comments will throw it out there. I know we we played the crap out of it too. Yeah, I remember they had the uh, the Supercross or motocross game. Yeah, and they had like Travis Pastrana and all. Yeah, those all guys. those one. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I remember the Jeremy McGrath game too. That was cool. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> but um, shoot, it's about time to get Cohen on here in a second. Um, mm-hmm. Real quick, go ahead, Devin. You, How about the fact we started talking about James? How about the fact that Deegan is pulling out the James Stewart type yeah. jumps, dude? Did you see the rhythm sections he was putting together? Yeah. Did you just see that tabletop he hit? Oh my god! And then used the single with the downside. That's <coughs> is that stupid or just is that ballsy or stupid? That's video stupid? game stuff. Is that right? They be- literally said that on the announcing thing. Like, they were like, yeah, this looks like he's just playing a video game out here. Yeah. <laughs> like to me, that's just all right. Like, what happens if he cases that and just wrecks and ruins himself and just messes himself up yeah i will say one benefit was the the mind game side of it right, right. because when they went out in qualifying kitchen did good in qualifying but then he found out that deegan was hitting some of these jumps and he was like am i gonna have to hit those to like be fast enough right and was really concerned because he was like i i do not want to hit that right i will if i have to but i don't want to right <laughs> what a Dude, what about 252? Yeah, what I mean, <clears throat> how many angles of that finish line jump have you seen? Right. Have you seen all the angles? I've seen every angle. Have you seen him coming out of the turn, hitting that small double, and then holding it wide open in the air, then seat bouncing that? That, mm. whoo! Yeah. What was there anybody on a 450 to do it? No, he nope. was the only one to do it all day. That's wild. It's yeah. not even a jump, it's not even supposed to be done that way. You know what I mean? Not designed for that. No, <laughs> it, is, it is now. It is now. They're, they're it, he did redeem himself in the back section too, where he wrecked last year, mm-hmm. like you were saying with that tabletop right. that he was clearing. But that thing almost ejected him off of the bike at one point. Right? So. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. insane, man. Hey, real Ballsy. quick, Doug Kirk did say that the uh, the uh, Sunstar Chain and Sprocket um, uh, the the sponsorship uh is open. Is open. I told yeah. you. So told you, bro. Yeah, Brandon knows. Brandon right. knows. Brandon knows all. Um real quick before we get him on. So so you know how we uh let me see what you guys take on this. So you know how GNCC itself, right, does this long freaking break. So what do you guys think? Alright, that so the regular season ends at the last race in June, right? And then we take a break. Then we come back and we have our own playoffs, like Supercross does for the last three rounds. Playoffs? Yeah, for GNCC. 
So it's a non-round series, and then the then last three, three is, a <coughs> is like a money series, like a playoff for the. What do you think about that? We can't even get money for the regular. Well, it, uh, listen, I'm just talking here. All right. There's people out here that have to have real jobs just to keep racing, and well, you're telling me about if having we got that. the money together. I mean, listen, I, I said I said this is like, you know, it's, it's a thought, it's a theory. I think it would be awesome to have something like that if we can bring money back to the sport by doing it. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a good way to promote and bring money into the sport. Right. Just because it's something different that not everybody else is doing. Because, um, like, so, to me, like, right now is, so like... So, describe to me what your playoff would look like. Well, I, I, I really don't know what it would look like, but I just know, like... Well, you could do it the same way they're doing it for SMX. Yeah, like, for Supercross, SMX. Yeah. The only like thing top is... top 20 okay. automatically make it, and then... The 20 to 30, uh, they run, like, one race in between when it starts and, like, the end of the season when when the playoffs would right. start. They would run one race, and then you take so many of the people out of that, and then, like, y- obviously you would still break it up into the different categories. Mm-hmm. Like, you could still have your pro race. You could still have your, right. your morning race with all of those people. I, I, I just think, like, to me, like, honestly, as a fan of the sport, like – Right now, Cooper, t- tell me tell me about the bikes. After this long break, you t- tell me who's even leading the points in the bikes without even looking. Stu's leading the points, isn't he? Is he? I think so. I no, 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 <laughs> He's not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Stu's not leading. Wait, no, isn't he tied? Him and him, him and Craig. Him and Craig are tied, right? My, my point exactly. We don't even know who's leading the points. No, I, I get. I and get all the reason I know who's leading the points on the quads is because Bryson Nils has been having a, one hell of a year. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. But other than that, I couldn't tell you about second and third, what it looks like right now without looking. Because 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 as a culture, we are we are caught up in the we're, we're privy to the information in front of us. Right. 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 So it's been so far removed Moved. is right. what you're saying. What in saying. today's day and age. It's like it's like we're starting a whole nother season. Yeah. Like what's going on? <laughs> that championship's already wrapped up in my like in my book. Like, does that bring back? Does that bring any excitement into it for you? Does that bring like like because like you're saying like it's like a whole new season, right? Do you feel like there are guys that that they've used this quote unquote like mini off season, right, to advance themselves and they're gonna come out swinging? Yeah, I mean, you, you, like we've talked about before, like Stu Baylor is one of those guys that usually comes out swinging really hard after. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, Hunter Hart, Hunter Hart usually comes out really good after after summer break and starts for some reason puts it together through the summer. Um, Russell. Yeah, Ricky Russell. All those guys yeah. do that. So it's it's really weird. It's it's, and I always say this all the time. But I'm just saying, like, I just feel like this big break into the summer is it, it like kills it. So Stu is listed first in points. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wouldn't it come down to who's won more? Yeah, who won? Okay, so Craig would be actually first because he's won two races to Stu's one and they're tied at 178 points right. with uh, Ben Kelly in third place with 174 points. I mean, we're talking about playoff playoffs. <laughs> we're going into a three round right. end of the year series with pretty much a three way tie. Right. I mean, four points is nothing. Right. 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 So it's going to be, I'm excited to watch this bike. Oh yeah, Mallet. yeah. I'm just saying. I, I was just trying to prove my point. Like without looking, without seeing it, you really kind of forgot about it. No, I get it. No, I'm with you because like we're 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 prisoners of the moment, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So damn 
YouTube and I mean, smartphones. The, we, we talk about the not. We were talking about the nine hours a little bit ago. That feels like a lifetime ago, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that was a lot closer than the last GNC <laughs> right. days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, once we get to a certain point, like <clears throat> racing's done. Summer break comes. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we focus on what we need to get done with the family, stuff around the house, right. all of these other things that maybe we didn't have as much time to get done before. Mm-hmm. We are now. Right. And then you get caught up in doing that, and then by the time you're done, it's been not very long, mm-hmm. but it seems like forever because you've done so much stuff. Right. The the other thing that would be really cool about it is, like, the guys that get hurt early in the season with the playoff. What, what, or I don't, not even have to be a playoff. We could call it whatever we want. Like a th- last three race, like little series, money series, whatever you want to call it, dash for cash, that, whatever. Um, well, like could, what? could, could insert, like, a guy that gets – hurt or something early just out of the points championship like Stu last year right Stu had all those things came back and raced the last three races um but he wasn't racing for a championship at that point his season's over right right it's well, kind of lines okay. back up it has an opportunity but to, here's to go for it. like like just to be devil's advocate here's like the negative right or the positive so the positive with like the motocross supercross season is you still have like your Supercross championship is not diminished into your last three races. Your Motocross championship right. is not diminished into your last three races. This is like a whole nother. Right, a whole nother series. So what would be cool is if we had three extra races of GNCC. It would be cool, but no, I know. To, to me, I feel like the GNCC season is already over. What? But it's not. I know. But to me, it is. That's what, that's what to you, it is. Here's my suggestion. It's football season for you. <laughs> <laughs> With Motocross and Supercross, you don't have – extended breaks in between right. you have like one or two races where there's a couple weeks in between mm-hmm. but with gncc we have races where there's three weeks in between mm-hmm. and then we have summer break in between the last freaking three months yeah then we have <laughs> summer break instead of having those let's just put the races every other week yeah because every weekend would be pretty killer for a lot of oh people. yeah you couldn't do it every weekend no but every other weekend like we do a lot of the gncc's get them done faster then have your break, and then add those three races because you usually are using that time anyways. Right. So then you could add an extra three races, like Rodney was saying, and still have your regular yeah. season. And it's not taking up any more time than what it usually Or at least right. make it like a 10-round series. A 10-round series and then a three-race playoff. And then you go back to your – Right. Then you go like back – we don't have to call it a playoff. We, we can call it whatever. Playoff? Yeah, I mean, everybody likes playoffs. But <laughs> call it a money grab. That's what we'll call it. Yeah, the money grab. Yeah, then you, whatever. Go, then you can go back to you're having your 13 – Original, so you have. I don't know. Original, I like it. It's something different. I don't know. Let's throw it out there. Levi, I think it's time to opinion. Yeah, I think we'll throw it. Let's get Levi on. Yeah, sure. Let's get Levi on. All right, we are back. Guys, we'll be back after this commercial break. You've seen them at the track now online. Magno1Motorsports.com. From used bikes, just like Jordan Chase and the rest of the team ride. Plus, all the gear you need. Helmets, goggles, gear, and more. Magno1Motorsports.com or Trackside at GNCC and NEPG events. Be sure to pick up a bottle of Magno One's Magno One Clean It, revolutionary cleaning product for your dirt bike. Coming soon. Join Chase Landers and Team Clean. Trackside for everything you need when you need it. And at your fingertips at MagnaOneMotorsports.com. Magna One Motorsports and MagnaOneMotorsports.com. Your everything dirt bike headquarters. 
Doug here from Sunstar Sprockets and Chains. I just wanted to take the time to thank you for listening to the Splitline Off-Road Podcast and for a great 2022 season. I look forward to meeting as many of you as I can on the GNCC circuit next year. Which reminds me, Splitline has talked me into continuing with their discount code. All you need to do is go to our website, sunstar-breaking.com, and use the code SPLITLINE30 to get 30% off your order. If you are not a Sunstar rider and you would like to be, then check out the racer tab while you are there. If the link is active, then we are still accepting riders. Hey guys, it's Mason with Steel Savers. If you've been listening to the show for a while or you've been around dirt bikes for a bit, you should know that Steel Savers makes the ultimate fork seal protection for your dirt bike. Not only do we have a full range of product for your dirt bike, we also have a variety of products for your side-by-side, for your mountain bike, for your quad. Be sure to check out our coil savers and CV boot savers for a double layer of protection over your CV boot. Check out sealsavers.com and enter the code SPLITLINE for 25% off. That's sealsavers.com and the code is SPLITLINE for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the show. Yeah, we're back. We are back, and we're back with special guest Levi Cohn, Outlier Performance. Levi, what's going on, man? Hey, guys, how you doing? Happy to be here. Just uh, leaving the gym at the moment. Leaving the gym. Do, do, Do you live in the gym? Uh, I'm an evening guy, so usually I get in there about 7:30 and out right about this time. But no, yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> All right, better better than us. Yeah. Better than us. Definitely <laughs> better than me right now. He said it's bad advertisement if he's not in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, man. Uh, we appreciate your time tonight. Appreciate you coming on, and uh, um, um, we we've really seen a lot of like guys working with you lately, and uh, it, it's cool to see, man. Cool to see what you're doing in the in the sport right now. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, it's been a few years into it now, and um, I think you can tell this year things really took off. We're uh, working with a lot of big names in the ATV racing side of things, anyway. So uh, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So who who are you working with this year? Um, well, it's probably about 35 total guys, but, uh, oh, wow. Wow. in the pro, in, in the pro class, I think we got four, four or five pros. It's, uh, Josh Merritt, Wyatt Wilkin, um, Austin Abney, Hayden Mickelson, and, uh, was Jay Shadron as well. And there's a few other guys up in the, uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting some names, John Glotta, James Glotta, those guys. Good deal. Good deal, man. Not, it's, not, not too big of heavy nah, or anything like that now. But it's cool to see, like, it's cool to see you talk, you working with these guys and being able to, like, um, uh, customize their plans to basically ATV racing because you, you're an ATV racer yourself. So it's cool to see you be able to, 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 be able to do that for them uh, when you really know what it takes to be able to, to ride a bike to the uh, highest level. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate the kind words. But, um, yeah, like you said, I raced – I've done, I think, 15 seasons of DMCC, so all the way from minis to pro-am. And a few years ago when I was kind of in between, like, in limbo, what I was going to do, racing or not racing, uh, I actually ended up um, – I can thank the Glada family a lot for this. I used to stay down there in the winters and train, and as did Josh Merritt. But um, John Sr. got a hold of me, and they needed somebody to work closely with uh, James, the middle Glada. So uh, that's actually how things got going, and from there it kind of took off. Yeah, yeah, good deal. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you talked about your racing a little bit. You've been racing through the youth ranks and clear up into the to the pro am series. Um, 
Um, has has the fitness side always been a focus for you, or is that something that kind of came later into the racing career? Yeah, it's. Uh, I would say when I was 14, 15, I got into it pretty big. Um, because I went from uh, I won a couple youth championships, and then we did a year in the morning. And when I was when I turned 16, I was going to ride college A, and my dad told me if I didn't get a trainer and take it serious, I was I had to ride the B class. So. That year, uh, we got we got a trainer, a local guy's name was Brian Kamichis, and uh, I worked with him for a couple years and then really stayed at it this whole time. Good deal. Yeah. Good yeah. deal. And, and we've really seen training something that has really taken off in the sport, not only on four wheels but on two wheels as well. And I, I think it's kind of, like in my eyes, it's kind of um, grown, yeah. or grown with the sport. Well, I was, was going to say – but pretty much is what's happened is is some people have started training, mm-hmm. and then it's 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 elevated to sport where everybody needs to start training now. Yeah. Back in the day, everybody was drinking a beer, smoking a cigarette, and <laughs> and 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 running out there and running a race. And now everything uh, is amped up. The tracks are a lot faster. People have to be in shape. The pace is picked up. You're sprinting for yes. two hours rather than rather than just trail riding and then sprinting the last you know 45 yeah. minutes of the race. Well. I don't drink or smoke, but if we throw some <laughs> if we throw some chocolate chip cookies down in front of me, oh, I'm, I'm probably not going to stop until they're all gone. So now, um, uh, Levi, do, now, like, are you um, a protein guy or are you uh, are you plant based guy? What, what are you? What do you what do you what do you prefer? What did you say? Am I uh, am I a protein guy or what? Yeah, plant based or uh, vegan? Any of that stuff or. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no vegans. Uh, are either you guys vegans? No, no, hell no. No, <laughs> that's a, that's a funny story. I actually, I got a shirt. Um, me and my buddy like to joke around. It says 50% vegan. And, uh, cause I, I'm a big meat eater and I was uptown probably a few weeks ago and I had a, a vegan confront me about it. He wasn't pumped on it, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, th- those guys are a little bit sensitive. Tell me, you, you got, con- yeah. you got confronted by a vegan. Like what was like, what was that? Well, about? <laughs> well, I can only assume he was a vegan because, uh, I was outside of, it was actually a Japanese restaurant and, uh, this guy come up, I live in Athens, so it's a college town and it's a little bit liberal around the, some of the area. <laughs> so, uh, the guy come up and he goes, what's up with your shirt? And I mean, he was a little, probably 135 pound, five foot <laughs> six guy. And, uh, I was like, oh, nothing, just a shirt. And uh, he's like, well, are you at least a vegetarian? And I just kind of looked at him, and then uh, he kind of walked away. It wasn't much of a conversation, but it was a little awkward. <laughs> do I do I look like a vegetarian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. He said, is this a joke, or are we actually having a serious conversation right now? Because <laughs> looking at you, I could see that you're a vegetarian. Looking at me, I don't know how you get that confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My uh, my buddy, you guys probably know him, uh, Matt Pierce from Pierce Performance. He's always got a joke. He says that uh, he eats twice as much meat as he normally should to counteract one vegan. So, <laughs> hey, hasn't he been training some again? What was that? Hasn't he been training with you some? Yeah, he comes. He lives about twenty twenty five minutes away, so uh, he comes down a few days a week when he can. He's a busy guy, but um, he's actually been racing the last few weekends, so he's getting back into it. Oh, he's coming out of retirement then. Yeah, trying to. <laughs> what about you? Do we see more races in your future of like coming back consistently, or are we well looking to keep doing it for fun? 
Um, I mean, I'm always torn there. I got a, I'm at every GNCC. This next one will be the only one I won't be at this year. Uh, I got a wedding to go to, but besides that, I still write, try to ride sportsman at the tracks I like, and I have to be in the pits for the afternoon for the action off road guys. So I'm kind of limited to the ones I can race for uh, afternoon wise, but, um, yeah, I still like to do locals. You guys know how it is when you're around it, they're uh, big into it and want to go, but you sit at home without any races for your free weeks, you kind of forget about it and get other interests. Oh yeah. 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 Golf usually shows up a good bit. (laughs) (laughs) Hunting for me. Yeah. This guy's a right. BMX biking for you, right? (laughs) Yeah. This year I actually haven't been on the bike nearly as much as I'd like to, but, uh, in past years, yeah, that was usually a three or four day a week activity. I, I, I mean, I would say, you know, for the videos that I've seen, it seems like you've been on a bike a fair amount of time. Um, (laughs) um, it's quite impressive. Like where did you pick up those skills? Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, we started, um, I'm fortunate. We got a really nice skate park about 10 minutes from my house. So I started when I was probably about 12 and I'm 27 now. And basically throughout the last 15 years, we'd ride three to four days a week. So when you do something that often, you tend to pick it up. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, cause we were talking before this episode and I, I told the guys about my one experience dropping into a half pipe to my face and that was literally it. But, um, (laughs) um, like I've watched some of your videos and like I said, man, it's, it's pretty impressive and pretty cool to see like the skill set it takes to, to do that type of stuff. Yeah. I appreciate it. There's actually, uh, at the boy scout camp coming up. I don't know if you guys have seen it, not the prefab park. It's on the other side of the bridge, but there's like two miles up into the woods there. There's one of the best concrete skate parks I've probably ever seen, and it's it's random that it's there, and I don't know why it's there. Really? But uh, yeah, I got a one of my friends. Uh, he's actually in the X Games the last couple of years. His name's Marcus Christopher. You guys will have to check him out. Okay. He's a he's big into four wheeler racing. That's how I met him. But um, he goes there and puts on demos and stuff sometimes. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, that's pretty so, cool. That's cool. Yep. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. So I had to make sure yeah. I check this out because Parker every year, my oldest son, he asks about going over to the skate park every time we're there. And then I never take him over, but maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll take him and let him check out some of the uh, concrete. Show him how it's done, Dad. Go over there and drop in, and I'm good. Do some kick flips. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, yeah. I'll show him how to face plant, like <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, catch a pedal to the shin, all the good stuff. Yeah, I'll be like, listen, watch me. I'll teach you what not to do. Yep, exactly, exactly. So, so Levi, like you, you were talking about like your racing. You still do a good bit of racing, and um, um, how much does does riding and, and and racing itself go into your training uh, regiment? Like, because I know you. I mean, to be able to ride at the level that you ride at, you, you got to be on the bike a decent amount. Yeah, me personally, I don't ride nearly as much as I should anymore. Um, I get out maybe three times a month. That's that's on a high month. It's usually I race a lot more than I practice nowadays, which you sh- I don't recommend. You shouldn't do, but <laughs> especially once you get up into the, the A class speeds. Nowadays, the speed is so fast that you need to be riding as much as possible. But um, yeah, we do. I just do a lot of a uh, big endurance training, long form cardio to stay on my toes. But I can definitely tell over the last like three years of just being a part timer, the the pace is slowly starting to go away. So every time. Again, I still remember how to go the speeds that I used to go, but it, it just takes an extra minute to get there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Spe- speaking of that, um, so uh, you've been in there before. You've watched it. You've seen, uh, we, you know, we've all seen Walker Fowler do do what he's done. 
Uh, we also now we start, we're seeing Bryson Neal speed. Um, are you giving that more to the physical side of it, or do you think um, it's it's more rider than it is um, uh, physical? Rider than uh, yeah, yeah. I I mean it's it's a combination of the two. Obviously, I'm, that's a little bit of a waffling answer, but Bryson, I think him personally, he's taken the physical aspect of it to a next level for the XC1 class. He. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's so fit. He can that allows him to smash into things like he does. And I mean, you guys see him out there. He, it doesn't really matter what the track conditions are like. He just smashes his way through it and makes it work. And if you're in a quarter less of shape than he is, you're not going to be able to do it like that. So I think that's why you've noticed, like, not knocking on Walker at all by any means. But the last couple of years, he's slowly starting to make more mistakes, blow some corners, have little tip overs here and there, and right. just trying to get those speeds and uh, years past, I mean, he could be on a Sunday cruise and still be winning. So. Right, right. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get your take from it because, like, um, like, we all know Bryson, you know, hits the gym pretty hard, does that stuff, works out, you know, big, strong guy. Um, you know, you, and you look at Fowler, he doesn't look like that type, even though I'm sure he can go out and run miles and miles and miles and be all, you know, be good yeah. or whatever. But be, be able to, it, like, Walker looks like the guy that would be able to run a four-hour race right. and, and not look gassed. Right, well, yeah. All I'm going to say to that is, is I've seen Walker Fowler walk by when he's not in like one of his oversized polo shirts that mm-hmm. he walks around in, and if you compared him and Bryson, they would be pretty close because oh, okay. the yeah. dude is stacked. Yeah. Okay. Like he doesn't, he might not look like it when he's right. walking around normal, but Bryson's height helps too, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, like Bryson's got <laughs> yeah, some stature definitely. to him. Yeah. Bryson looks like a, a defensive end. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so, not saying that Walker might not be. Not in as good of shape as Bryson, but if you see Walker and he's walking around and actually you were to look at him, mm-hmm. like he's in he's in pretty good shape, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I I think uh, Walker personally, I don't know, so don't take this word for word, but I think he uses the riding side of things a lot more for his training, and I yeah. think Bryson is in the gym considerable amount more than he's riding, but. I don't know at 100, percent but uh, from what it, from the outside looking in, that's what it looks like. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just curious. I was wondering your take on that because, uh, you know, we, we can sit back and, and look at it at our way. Um, you know, Bryson's always had the speed. It just seems like, um, you know, he's finally putting it together and stuff. But I didn't know if that was because of his fitness. Yeah. He's, he's raised the bar on the fitness side to match his speed and to get through it or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So uh, Matt Hartwell is asking, he said he should know this, but what is the age difference? I'm assuming between, between Walker and Bryson. Um, they're pretty close in age, aren't they, Devin? I think Bryson is Bryson twenty eight, maybe. Yeah. Bryson's twenty eight. Yeah, Bryson's twenty eight. Walker's, Walker's third. just turned thirty Walker's this year. Thir- I, thought he, 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 I thought he was thirty one. Yeah, is he? he was, yeah, is he thirty one? I, I remember him talking to us about his birthday being thirty. Him being no, because, he, he'll be thirty one right before yeah. Iron Man, I believe. Yeah, he'll be thirty one. Yeah, he was, was able to run that class. Yeah, because he, ta- he was talking to us this year, like whenever um, in the off season he was running. A, a, a vet class. Yeah, yeah. That's so he just he turned thirty. Yeah. yeah. So they're. Well, I couldn't remember when his birthday fell. So they're roughly the same age, age, but it took Bryson a little longer to to come to come on to his his prime, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and if you look back on it, like Walker trained with Bill Bounce. Yeah. So he kind of had an upper hand right off the get go. Yeah. You have a nine-time champ teaching you how to go fast. That probably helps get things moving a little faster. Right. Sure. <laughs> but, and then the other thing with that is, like, Bryson had the speed. Yeah. But he also didn't have the smarts to slow down sometimes. So, like, he would destroy his bike so bad he couldn't win on it. Yeah. 
So yeah. as he's got there was older, a there was a lot of races where Bryson was the fastest guy on the track and didn't win. I think we can all safely say that. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like there was a lot of times that happened when he was younger. Yeah. So it wasn't that he didn't have the speed to do it. He just couldn't make it to the end of the race. Right. So right. So uh, Levi. Yeah. Uh, quick question about this. You know, you're you're kind of um, really heavy on the training side now. When you're training guys, are you training them to – is your goal for them to be like I, – I don't want to put a label on it, but like like a Bryson, like um, uh, somebody that, that's heavy muscle-bound that can absorb a lot of impact and somebody that can kind of muscle through a track? Or is it basically – is it more – um, depend upon the rider themselves and how they already are physically. Yeah, uh, it pretty much it varies rider to rider, but um, mostly what we'll do, we split it probably, I'd say 70-30 cardio versus weights. Okay. We do uh, a lot of the weight training is like in the winter months to get it because a lot of these guys, and it, it took me a long time to get it figured out for me personally, myself, just trial and error, but when you start lifting weights during the season, I mean, depending on your rep range and what you're doing and how you're doing the movements, arm pump comes along with it. So for a lot of these guys, if I'm not there hands on, I don't want to tell them, say, Hey, go do this chest workout. And then later that week you're pumping up when you're trying to race, you know? So, and most guys, you can tell them, Hey, go do this 5k run, go do this bike. And you can look at the HR, the heart rate data and, or their times or split times or anything. You can tell, Hey, this is what you're doing. And it's, it's a lot easier to cover people from a distance on the cardio side of things. But in the winter, yeah, we do a lot more weight training. Yeah. So we, just just so you're aware, Josh commented and said that you are trying to kill them physically. <laughs> so, what did he say? He said you're trying to kill them physically. <laughs> no. Uh, jo- uh, Josh, obviously, uh, we got a closer relationship with most, so I can – and I, I've worked with Josh for a while now closely, and uh, I mean, we live together all winter, and I go to his house frequently. So it's easier with him in person, and I can tell him to do things. And if you're there, he'll do it, and he won't complain until you're done. But if, I, if I'm not there, he might just text and complain a little bit, but he always puts in the work he needs to. See, that, that stinks for Josh because usually, you know, if, if, you're, if you're not with you, like, you'd be like, you can kind of – I don't want to say he would slack off, right? But, like, you can kind of be like, eh. You know, I, I did that extra rep that he asked me to do, right? Like, you're there, so you're like, hey, dude, we, we're, we're doing an extra set. Like, we're, we're going to yeah. get this done. What? <laughs> yeah, he, uh, I, I mean, he, Josh, this year he's been great at it. Uh, last year he gets in a little bit of a slump. Like, if you're there in person, he's awesome, but then he might get sidetracked and want to go fishing or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I can't say enough good things about Josh lately. This year, uh, he's really been putting in the work and, I know Macy's been helping with the food a lot, and I mean, most days Josh will text me by seven thirty, eight a.m. He's already been in the gym, and he's riding a few nights a week, so he's doing what he needs to. So I'm pumped on it. Well, you could definitely tell in his in his results uh, this year yeah. too. Yeah. You, you know, so, something's obviously changed um, from past yeah. years, and and you can actually tell in, in, in Josh's results. Well, what I've loved about like watching Josh race this year is is, is he there's been multiple occasions where you've seen him put himself up front yeah. mm-hmm. put himself in that lead battle and then it's like okay i'll i'll figure it out along the way right, right. um so and and i think that's how you learn that's how you learn that top pace right. um i mean and then that second place run that he had uh uh the one round that um uh that, Mc, that mcgill won was that penton yeah yeah Penton. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah yeah i mean that was that was awesome that was one for the ages so it's cool to see uh the hard work paying off there but 
Yep, the, uh, yeah, the pan and then snowshoe again. I mean, I think he was on Jared's grab bar coming into the finish line there for the last podium spot. So, yeah, I mean, right. it's definitely much better than years past. Oh, yeah. Well, and he's sitting in a spot right now where he's not out of the top five in points. Like, he could still make that up. Yeah. So, he could potentially be in top five, and he's not been there before. Yeah. So, it's Yeah, it's he cool had that. Uh, oh, sorry. It's cool to see that. You know, he's putting a whole season together where he, he's there because he has shown glimpses before of where he finishes in a certain spot and he gets good results, but then, like, his total season didn't look as good. So this season's been a lot more of a total package for him, for sure. Yep, yeah, I agree with you. Yep. Um, One question I have. Rodney kind of touched on this with, like, do you want people to be like Bryson Neal or does it matter? Do you do like any body type assessments? Because like I I know people have different body types. So like one person could be better functioning as muscle bound like Bryson Neal, and then you could have another person that's like the opposite end of the spectrum and be like Stu Baylor, who's in shape but might not necessarily look like he's super in shape. Um, but I didn't know if you do any like testing to find that out or like anything like that. Yeah, as far as body types go, um, we definitely it's definitely varies person to person with what we do in the training. But it's a lot of these guys. I don't. I work with. I'd say maybe half of them on their diet, and the diet is where most of that comes into play. Because some of these guys, like like you mentioned with Stu, they just hold weight and don't get rid of it. And I, I'm going to say it. I, Stu doesn't. I mean. He rides his ass off, but there's no possible way he trains the way he says on these podcasts <laughs> and looks the way he does. And uh, I mean, I, I know Stu personally. I would say I'd tell him that, but there because the amount of I listened to, uh, I think it was one of KR's podcasts. I don't know if you guys listened to the episode with Stu. Yeah, we and did. he he said something crazy. I don't remember the number, but he said he was eating like 1,200 calories a day, working yeah. out three hours a day, and. That that's just uh, and to have the physique he had at that moment is just not possible. Hey, so. He, he meant twelve hundred calories a and, meal. He, <laughs> a meal. I would say, yeah. say twelve hundred calories in, in bush light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say that's more like it. Yeah. No. Okay, but here's my here's the crazy question that I have, like regarding that same subject. How does somebody like that put the results in? Whenever you can look and see somebody like like Ben Kelly, um, like Craig DeLong, like you can look at those guys and see those t- those guys are in top physical shape. Caleb Russell. Okay. Well, I'm I'm not using Caleb right now just because he's I'm not. Just, he's like body but, type, right? Body, but body type, yeah. But Caleb Caleb said like Caleb was like you pissed me off because quote unquote you um, you kind of diminish what the body of work that I've done making it, you know, this sport is a ultra athlete marathon and you kind of have made a mockery. <laughs> not really those words, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And it's, if I had to just, there's, there's two big factors there. Stu's got a lot of heart. That guy, he's not going to quit. <laughs> I think he's, he's too prideful. Yeah. So he'll drive, and he's got a lot of natural talent. And he, I mean, Stu, he's you don't go that fast, and you don't work hard. So he definitely works really hard mm-hmm. at what he does. But I'd say, I mean, his drive is just pretty crazy. Along with Ben Kelly's, obviously the same, except for the guys in phenomenal shape. He, I don't know if a lot of people know, but I mean, his leg was broken for like the first four rounds. Right. So 
the guy, I mean, he was winning races on a, on a broken leg, like, and it was in a lot worse shape than I think the general public believed it was. So I'd say after summer break, you're going to see a whole different Ben Kelly. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I, I think that, you know, he's four points down now, but I think he's a very dangerous rider, uh, to only have a four point cushion on right now. But, um, well, let me ask you this, um, on another note, um, and it's kind of along the same lines. If you were to take somebody like Stu and you would, to let's say, take 40 pounds off of them, would he be able to be the same person as far as on the bike performance? Because he's a bigger, uh, he's a bigger frame guy, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he is a bigger framed guy, but I mean, have you ever seen those memes when they say, I'm just big boned, and it's like the skeletons <laughs> with the huge bones? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, I think if you took if you took Stu and you put him with Caleb at uh I don't know what Caleb calls his place but Caleb's Florida place the ranch in the winter yeah Russell and Russell he ranch. did Russell Ranch yeah thank you and he did Caleb's program for an entire year I think Stu would be unbeatable I don't think anybody touched that guy uh, that was going to be but, my question is like do you think Stu gets down to like Caleb Russell in shapeness do you think he just ups his game that much more and just becomes unbeatable or not so you well, kind of answers okay, that for me okay but to add on to this brandon and i have joked around about this saying i'm going to say here in a second mm-hmm. we've said it multiple times and we've halfway been joking around but also halfway been serious and i want to hear your opinion on it we've always said that bigger guys are more durable <laughs> so when they hit the ground sometimes there's more cushion for the, the pushing yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I would agree with you guys. I think that's definitely true. I mean, and that's why, um, because I'm sure you guys know Chase Sexton. He's going to Factory KTM, right? Right. Yeah. So that's not but, confirmed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, uh, supposedly. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, and um, in his in his deal, he's got that he's not going to Alden Baker. Right. He's staying where he is, and he's he's a big component of. Because he he's got more muscle mass than your average Supercross racer, because those guys are tiny. Correct. And he's a big component of he wants to stay a little bit thicker because when you crash, I mean, as much as he's crashed this year, he hasn't broke besides a concussion, right? So, right. I think you're you're definitely right there. You got to find a happy medium. But if if you took Stu and you put him in like an ideal training situation, I think he there'd be hard to touch that guy. Like Alden, yeah. if you listen to Alden Baker, I mean, the guys that like work with him, like Ryan Villapoto. He said he, he went there, and uh, he's like, you can stay here and you can win for five or six years and be dominant and then be done, or you can stay there and be three to six for ten years. Like, your, your span's going to be longer not doing the training, but if you want to be a winner, do what you need to do, right? right. So, right. it's just, I mean, it depends on the person. So, I mean, Stu's yeah. made a great career how he's done, but Ben's been a champ, and Stu hasn't so far. Right. True. That, that is true. fair. I mean, Ryan Villapoto straight up said that he hated his life when he trained with Alden Baker. But he won. Yeah, yeah. he hate, he did, but he's a four-time Supercross yeah. champ and yeah. Yeah. multimillionaire. So, yeah. he, is, he is much more fun to listen to talk to right now, though. <laughs> I mean, oh, f- for sure. The, the only guy that ever really made it look like he had fun was Ryan Dungey with, with Adam Baker. Oh, uh, come on. Everybody, everybody you else. You can't count him. Like, everybody else count. was like, screw this. Ken Roxon was like, yeah, I'm out. Like, Carl Ryan, Ryan, yeah. like Stewart hated it. Ryan Dungey Ken, fun? Come on. Dude, he was, he was the only the one that went five years straight, like, and just was like, all right, I'm good. This like, is also the same guy that quit racing and still stuck to the same regiment. <laughs> right, yeah, like, yeah. Ryan Dunn, yeah. he just is, an, you know, an animal. I mean, AP that. looks like he's having fun. 
But he, he does. Also, he also looks like he's about 120 pounds <laughs> soaking wet. So, and he's yeah. not Jet Lawrence. Yeah. yeah. But I think in the GNCC side of things, you don't have to be as serious as you do with the motocross side. So I think you could find a, like there's a there's a spot you can sit in. Like I mean, Bryson doesn't seem miserable, right? He's enjoying himself, and look at look at him. So right. I think if you just put that body style on Stu, I mean, who knows what he could do? That's true. Yeah. That's true. If Stu looked like Bryson, yeah, that you so, probably would have. Yeah. What would how many times a week should you be riding then? Because I know we're talking about Are, are we talking pro? Or are we talking amateur? Are we talking are I'm we talking saying, like, okay, so junior he, A guys? So he was talking about A class, right? <laughs> and you said that nowadays it's pretty competitive. You need to ride quite a bit. Well, I don't ride at all. Devin wants to know how much how often I don't you ride at all through, no. <laughs> That's not where I was going with this. I'm going in general, like even right. in the even when you hit XC1, like how many? Well, times XC1's a week? Is different because yeah, your profession, you know, uh, you should be. Professional. I'm just saying, how many times a week should you be riding? And it, when you look at the ATV <laughs> side, it's not like they're doing it for a living. Most of these guys got regular jobs. Right. There's a couple of them that are doing it for a living, but not all of them. But like for instance, Rodney brought it up. You said you needed to ride pretty frequently to be competitive in A class. I basically ride never except for when I'm at the racetrack because I got stuff going on with the kids and, and but stuff. But you race that, every weekend. Well, that, that's the point I was going to finish yeah. up with yeah. is that, okay, well, I race every week, but how many times should you actually be riding through the week? So as far as, like, the pro guys go, it it depends on who, but I would say on a normal week, non-local race weekend, non-national race weekend, three to four and four is the high point. I would personally think three, but I mean, I know guys that ride five days a week and I know guys that ride zero days a week. So it, it just depends. Like, uh, I mean, Austin, I don't think Austin Abney personally rides besides when he races besides here and there. And then I know other guys that I work with that ride four days a week. And a couple guys that I, I've actually like younger guys have said, Hey, you probably should ride a little less who are riding five, six days a week. So but I mean, it's it's whatever works for you. And if you're racing on the weekends, like I never like to ride more than twice a week if I'm racing on a weekend. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. well, yeah. Austin's a good example of kind of a um, a question off of that initial question. Um, there's a lot of people in this sport that battle injuries um, throughout the year, right? And probably more than not. Um, Austin, we know that he's had some back injuries, um, especially in the past couple of years that have really hindered him um um you know how difficult is that for you as a trainer to to try to find a regiment um to work with a guy that that is dealing with something at the current time uh to be honest it's super difficult um austin personally he's he works a ton so he's always he's always on the go and he's that takes a lot of his time but time aside like you said, he's got back issues. So if he goes and races an IXCR on the weekends, he's, I'm not going to say useless fitness wise, but for like three or four days before his back's okay to where he can actually do anything, mm -hmm. right. uh, riding or training wise. And I, I mean, I was talking to him as often as last night about still, we've been working all year trying to figure something out to make his back feel a little bit better. And it's just, it's been rough between, and I mean, he's got bad knees. So when you got a bad knees and a bad back, it, it's pretty hard to, figure that out man right. and yeah. the guy is still able to to i mean 
to put it near the like in and around that top ten like he does every week and week out like and then not riding on top of it and then having back injuries like he's had and then knee injury my I mean it's just incredible it's incredible like just think like if he had a perfect back and a perfect knees think what he could do <laughs> yeah yeah it's championship yeah. Yeah, he did win a prime championship, and it's—I mean—it's impressive that he can still go out on any given weekend and be a top ten overall guy. It's that—I mean, Devin can tell you that pace right now is so fast. Like the pro speed right now, I would say compared to—I mean, the A class guys are probably going 2010 XC1 speed. So it just gets so much faster every year, and for him to still be able to go out there and especially you throw him at an IXCR, you put almost anybody in the country in Indiana. And almost any day of the week, my money's on Austin. I don't know what it is about the state of Indiana, but when he goes out there, he just flips a switch, and he's yeah. a different guy. Yeah, no, you're totally right. You're totally yeah. right. And you just brought up something that I think about all the time. And, like, like if you – like, if, for instance, like, you put guys that are winning championships, like, in the 2003, 2004 era, like, their speed in today's race, like, where they actually finish – in it's crazy to think about how fast these paces are right now. And I wouldn't want to hurt anybody's feelings uh, that raced back in the early 2000s. But, but I mean, like you said, like anybody in the afternoon class, pretty much, once you really th- break it down, if they're in the afternoon class, they're pushing pretty good speeds. Well, my dad finally broke down the other day because he's told me for years, he's like, nah, you guys, you guys suck compared to what, you know the the riding ability and speed was back in the day yeah (laughs) and he finally admitted to me not that long ago he was like you know what if you raced back in the day at the speed that you're running now you probably could have been pretty good (laughs) and i'm like oh so you're actually admitting that the pace is faster now than what it used to be and it's not as easy to just go out there and and be able to screw off the week mm -hmm. and then still go to the race and do good so yeah there it it killed him. He yeah. was like, you could tell in his voice. It killed him to give you a compliment. <laughs> yeah, you could tell in his voice that he did not want to admit that the pace is faster now. But yeah. right, it well, I mean, the the tracks changed. Um, they're not as, uh, you know, growing up, you always heard how like brutal GNCC racing was, right? Like, and um, if you go back and look at the old videos compared to the tracks that we have now, not saying that these tracks are easy by any means, but I'm just saying they they're not as rough. They're not as brutal. How rough was that last track you raced at, Brandon? I mean, <laughs> it wasn't too bad. You are, know? We, are we talking about the nine-hour? Yeah, we are. <laughs> listen, Le- t- all right, talking listen. about a guy that doesn't ride his bike and just goes races, <laughs> and goes to races, that's me up and down and completely out of shape. Well, Levi was there, so he could speak on this too, but I thought that track was pretty smooth. <laughs> what? The nine-hour? Yeah. Yeah, the uh, that track actually, I think if it wasn't dusty, would have been sick. That it was, it was yeah. the dust sucked. The, was, the flow was really good, but yeah, the dust was just miserable. But um, no, I don't. Yeah, I didn't ride in the dark at all, so I didn't ride the last two hours of the race. But up until then, I didn't. I didn't think it got too rough. No, Man, the dark was the best part. No, the like, dark sucked. Ah, uh, shut up, Brandon. It sucked. <laughs> yeah. I, had, I had two. Only thing I had was two helmet yeah, lights. Yeah, we did kind of screw Brandon and because it well, was like right in my goal. It looked like it was snowing. I couldn't so, <laughs> see anything. So I think <laughs> I think the game plan was is like you either run the yellow lights or you only run lights on your bike because the dust. Um, like you were talking, Levi, the dust was so bad that if you were just – Brandon was just running. And they um, were, like, lights, level with my lights, 
eyes. Yeah, like lights were, on your helmet. Like, and, and I think the dust was kind of magnified in his eyesight, whereas, like, on my bike, I only ran lights on the bike. The dust looked like it was kind of below me. So, <laughs> Well, it couldn't have been near as bad as the guy with literally no lights. I heard about that. Was there a guy out there with no lights? Yes, I passed him in the dark. I, the only reason I even knew he was there, he had the glow stick on <laughs> At his least grab he had, bar. Thank God he had the yeah. glow stick. <laughs> if he wouldn't have had the glow stick on his grab bar, I would have had no clue. But I almost <laughs> hit this guy. And then he's like riding along in front of me, and he just randomly pulls over. And I couldn't see with the lights on the bike. I couldn't see what was in the weeds to the side. And this guy had no lights, and he just swerved right over out of the way. But... Yeah, he was he was riding in the dark, zero headlights. So what's the plan there? Do you just like pull off and wait for somebody to go by, and then you can just kind of follow them until you can't see anymore? I think at that point he had enough rut that he was just kind of hoping that the bike stayed. Just, just st- yeah. It's yeah. like train tracks. Yeah, yeah. yeah train He <laughs> was like, oh, it feels like I'm coming out of the rut. I'm going back over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you guys. It's funny you guys say that because uh, I was I rode with Josh and Grayson that day and. Like I said, Josh's bike was the only one with lights. We had three light bars, and then the night before, because they got shipped to Josh's house, we realized that only one of them had a mail. So, uh, so zip, we didn't have zip top, lights. Baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then uh, so I went out the time before it got dark, and it was my vision's not great, but it was darker than I wanted to ride in. And then so Josh went and did, I think one lap and blew a tire. So Grayson went out for one or two. Well, we switched that with no headlights and we're like, we're, we're coming from way, way behind. Cause we had a bad first half of the race. And so we're like, God, oh, he's going to have a rough couple of laps here. Probably going to lose some time on Yoho. So Josh jumped to sprint. Well, I don't know what got into Grayson, but he went faster in the dark, like pit, almost pitch black with no headlight on. Then he did his last daylight <laughs> lap. And he, he said he jarred his back pretty good. Cause he was sitting down and he couldn't see one of the bumps. But besides that, he said it was all good. So He's pretty crazy. Devin, so, Devin kept saying multiple times before the race, it was like he, he kept saying that uh, um, if I can't see it, it can't scare me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. If you can't see what's coming at you, you can't think about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> No, I, I honestly, I personally thought the, thought the track was fun, and I, I actually loved the nighttime, so that's why I, yeah. I took the track – was, Track was fine. It was fine. It got a little rough. I'm out of shape. <laughs> I rode 30 minutes in three years. Hey, Levi, <laughs> Levi, this was this was Brandon's first time on a quad, on a quad in, in the, the woods. woods. Yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I thought because uh, I usually listen to the show and I heard him talking. He used to ride motocross, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I heard that and I thought it was pretty cool that the first woods race is a nine hour. So I mean, that's one you're not going to forget. Heck no. That's the only reason I did it because that like, yeah. it was a crazy. It was a crazy week leading up to it. And, um, uh, dude, I was so out of shape, <laughs> so out of shape. And I literally rode my quad 30 for like 30 minutes at, over here at uh, Coop's house. Um, haven't really been on it for like two years, pulled it out of the garage, got it all running. And we, all three bikes made it. So and, it, was, yeah, it, was, it was a successful trip. It, yeah, it was great. Trip. I just, you know, <laughs> just couldn't walk the next day very well and <laughs> sit down or anything, you know, all good stuff. Sitting down was hard, huh? Sitting down was very hard. <laughs> very so, hard. Yeah. Yeah. Levi, a couple more questions, and yeah. we'll let you yeah. go. I know we've had you on here for a little while. But uh, I had a couple more questions, and we'll we'll see where those go. But what do you do for your day job? So, like, I know you do the training stuff and, and all that, but I know when I talked to you the other day, you were saying that you were at work. So I didn't know what you do throughout the day for your actual job on top of already doing the training. 
So in prior years, uh, I've done landscaping and, um, landscaping along with the training stuff. And this year I've actually been very fortunate. The, uh, the training's been big enough that I've been able to do it full time. But, um, as of like two weeks ago, my buddy, he owns a local landscaping company and he had two guys quit and, uh, two. Hold on. Something happened. Do we lose it? Prior years. Oh, uh, there you are. Hey, nope. sorry. We it, lost you for like the last 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What was the last thing you heard? Um, your, buddy your buddy lost needed people. Two, two guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, my buddy who owns a local lawn care company, he lost like four employees. So I, I've just been helping him in the meantime until he gets that covered up again. Okay. But um, yeah, in prior years, um, my, uh, my dad actually – He's been one of the main guys at Dirtworks for Supercross. So oh, he wow. built those tracks for like the last 26 years. So right out of high school, I uh, I went there and I worked for Feld, helping with the Supercross and the track stuff. So I did that and then the landscaping and now the trainings full time. So oh, nice. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Landscaping yeah. guy from my own heart. That's what I do. <laughs> What'd you say? I said landscaping. That's a guy after my own heart. That's what I do. <laughs> Oh, very good. Yeah. yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Good deal. So, uh, Levi, do you, uh, we know that you're heavy, heavy on the ATV side. Do you have any bike, uh, clients at this time? Uh, just a couple local kids, but right. I mean, nobody you guys would know, but yeah, just some local stuff. And, uh, I mean, I'm open to working with dirt bike guys. It's just the connections I've made in the four wheeler side of thing. Right. Right. Uh, right. It, that obviously takes off a lot quicker than the bikes. Right. Right. But, um, yeah, so like I said, I'm I'm local here uh, to fast track, so I get a lot some of the dirt bike guys from that side. But uh, yeah, that's about it. no GMCC guys. Right, right. Um, now, do you, do you are you accepting any clients, uh, or um, or or do you just try to work with mostly pro guys, or 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 are you just taking all all kinds, like you know, I don't say all kinds, but all skill levels? Yeah, no, uh, we accept all skill levels. I work with, I mean, from the youth ranks all the way to the pro guys, and. Like I said, this year I've been super fortunate to get with uh, Jason Stewart and Alicia Stewart at Action Off-Road, and that's how I'm with a lot of these guys through Action. It's, I mean, they're friends to begin with, and I was working with, let's say, half of them beforehand, but uh, I can't thank Jason enough for getting me in there. But like I said, so we do the Action Off-Road camp each year, and that's always great to meet people, a lot of mini riders, and then even Wyatt Wilkins camps goods for that. So I, uh, I just, you, probably, you guys probably know Andrew Smallwood. I think he's leading the youth overall right now. Yeah. So I just, I've been working with him for probably, I'd say we're going on two months right now. And I mean, that kid's got a really good work ethic. So, I mean, as long as you're real, willing to do the work and ready for it, I'm, I'm happy to work with anybody. Um, how, how do they get a hold of you? Like say if guys, someone's listening, want to reach out to you, maybe about you know, getting ready for the off season um, for next year or whatever. So you can either email me. My email is outliertraining1 at gmail or my uh, Instagram, my personal one is L Cohen underscore three six nine, or the uh, business one's Outlier Performance one. Okay. Yep. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. Cool. So, what about social media? Do you uh, do you uh, post a lot of stuff on social media um, that people can uh, tune in and, and, and kind of watch uh, some stuff that you do? Tips, tricks. Anything? Yeah, I actually on my I usually put it on both of them, but. On my main account, I do a, a lot of stories for workout tips and things like that, and then you'll see them on my feed a couple of days a week. Good but, deal. I mean, Instagram's weird how the algorithm works. I put, like, you'll put up a really cool informational video about working out and stuff, and you'll get, like, 2,000 views, and, like, 
the other day I put up a, a video washing my four wheeler, and I think it's at like forty thousand. So I don't know how it, how it works on Instagram, but you guys with the four wheeler washing videos, I mean, like, like Pe jo people just like things getting. Clean, I, guess. I guess like Josh and who who's like really guilty Aust of it. Austin's big on that stuff. Yeah, Austin's big. Uh, Hunter Hart, Hunter Hart yeah. like guys just yeah. washing the four wheelers like. Ronnie Rush. You guys get bored. I can bring my stuff over. And yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, I do have I do have one question for you, though. Yeah. Good. On your guys, I was listening to your intro at the beginning. Is that uh, Joe Gallo from Main Event Moto talking? It is. On there? <laughs> yes, okay. Is. That's hilarious, man. You're the first person that has that has recognized that. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, I thought that was who that was. He did us a solid when we first started this up. We reached out to him and. And uh, uh, he he hooked us up. That's pretty cool. Does yeah. he not have cool. like the perfect radio voice? <laughs> he, he, yeah, he does. He's that's for sure. He's pretty good at it. Yeah, he's a funny he's a funny guy too. Yeah. Like he's a, he's a pretty cool guy. So it was cool for him to uh, to help us out. Like I just reached out to him and and like he was all about it. So yeah, that's funny. Heck yeah. Hey, uh, but, Wyatt Wilkin commented and said that for some reason when he posts a video of him washing his quad he gets a negative 1,000 views negative <laughs> yeah what did he say at the end there what was that he gets negative 1,000 views when he... <laughs> so I guess That's he needs funny. to know what your secret is yeah <laughs> yeah uh, well that uh, uh you guys have had Wyatt on here a couple times right yeah, yeah we have yeah. <laughs> Yeah, before we go, let's touch on him. And that guy, I mean, has he not put in, like, a large amount of work this year? Oh, I mean, yeah. he's been so close to the podium. But Man. Man. The, uh, the speed if is anybody's, there. What's that? The speed is there. The speed is there. Well, I think there's a secret that you guys need to ask him about next time you have him on. Okay. What's that? You got to ask him to see the ghillie muck. The ghillie muck. The ghillie muck. Oh, it, it's boy. like. This thing, it looks like a miniature furry velociraptor, and he carries it around to every race with him. Sometimes he sits it out in the pro pits. Perfect. And, uh, yeah, just, just ask him about that next time you talk to him. Okay, we right, will. We will. will for sure. We will not let him uh, the get off the show without that. asking about that. Write that down. <laughs> All right. Man, he's got a lot of good props. Like, we were talking about having a potato gun um, yeah, the shoot, shoot, the shooting out his, yeah, his like T-shirts and whatnot at the <laughs> – at the the dirt nasty tomato gun or to potato gun, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got a lot of uh, uh, props. <laughs> yeah, he would definitely be. Uh, he'd be good at that. He's he's really good on the promotional side of things. Yeah, he is. He is. Hey, we have a question from uh, Nicholas Miller. I don't know if this is an inside joke or what, but he said, "Hey Levi, rate rate a Monster Energy Pipeline Punch Pink Can one to ten. <laughs> oh, okay. He he. Uh, I don't know if you guys are on Snapchat or not. No. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, every now and again I, I do like these energy drink reviews, maybe like once every two weeks or something. Oh, okay. And uh, the pipeline punch is me and Nick's favorite. I think it's a ten out of ten all day long. Yeah, so yeah, pretty good. Nice. The sugar yeah. thing will kill you though, but yes, they're, they're yeah, that's, pretty good. That's why I do it like once every two weeks. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So hey, uh, what about these new like citrus air, uh, energy drinks? The Celsius. The Celsius. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Celsius. Oh. Yeah, the so I'm I mean I'm not too big on them. There's a couple flavors like I like the tropical one, but besides that, I'm not a I'm not a big Celsius guy. I, mean, I like there's a there's ones you'll see them in speedways. They're called like Amino Energy. Yeah, those yeah. are good. 
the oh, strawberry ones are really good. And as far as nutritional facts, they're probably the least bad for you. Yes. Yeah, they're pretty good. I, I grabbed one. What are those? That's called? when I was training, like when I trained. Um, it's called Aminos. Yeah. Aminos? Okay. Is that yeah. the one with like the triangle on the can? Uh, no. That's oh. a whole different one. Okay. Well, like you can only find those in Speedways usually. Okay. For some reason. I don't know why no one else carries them but Speedway. Huh. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I usually have the problem that I can't eat or drink healthy. I mean, like, I drink, I don't drink a lot of pop or anything like that, but, like, I definitely can't eat healthy for sure because when I do, I, like, crash out nonstop. Like, what do you mean crash out? Like, like I literally walk around like a zombie with no energy. But if I eat all kinds of crap, like, if I eat cookies and cake and... Well, how long do you give it, Devin? Do you give it, like, one day <laughs> or one week? Your now, body- there, there, was this one, <laughs> there was this one span of time where I went, like, months trying to, like... Fix my diet, yeah. And apparently, I just Ooh. suck at it because. Well, I mean, I'm sure, uh, like Levi was, is probably going to tell you, would be like, for one, you got to make sure when you do that, like you're getting enough, enough proteins, enough fats. Like most people, what they do is they go on a crash diet, and then they don't get the right fats and the right carbs because carbs aren't bad, fats aren't bad. Just you got to get the right ones, right? Right, Levi. Yeah, yeah, you nailed that right in the head. That's uh, so a lot of people. They go on these crash diets and they. They think they're eating horrible, which most people, they do eat horrible. But the first thing they cut, uh, cut out are their carbs and their fats. And those are the two main things in your diet you need to keep around. Right. Well, so that's, that's carbs what are what makes energy. So you cut your carbs out, then you're slumping and you're bonking all the time. Okay, Levi, I don't go that extreme. We, okay? we, like, <laughs> I'm not cutting <laughs> carbs out of my diet over here. We, we, I'm not. You said I'm not, you're going healthy. I'm not trying to lose weight, though. Like, I don't need to be cutting carbs and proteins and stuff. I'm 165 <laughs> pounds. Right. Yeah. Wait, listen, you said you're eating healthy. Yeah. I'm Most just people saying, eat healthy. You eat a piece of chicken and, and, a, and a piece of broccoli. And I'm it, just <laughs> saying when I cut out, like, sugars and stuff, it, like, I just crash all right. the time. Yeah. Like, I have no energy at all. But as soon as I start eating that stuff, I'm good to go. I'm, like, pumped up, ready to go. Mm-hmm. To the point that Joy's like, "Oh, you're obnoxious. Like, you need to tone it down." And I'm like, "Wow." We we've I'm been telling good. you that we've been telling you that for two years now. That, that, could, be, <laughs> that could be multiple things, but yeah. Uh, so, Levi, I we have a couple of funny questions for you, real quick. But before that, <laughs> I have one serious question. We t- we touched uh-huh. we touched base on the um, on the vegan thing. Flip the spectrum. What's your opinion on the carnivore diet? The carnivore diet, I I do agree. I mean, I'm a fan of the carnivore diet, not like liver king type stuff. Right, right, right. But, uh, yeah, the carnivore diet, I mean, if that's what it takes to get you to clean up the diet, then I think it's great. And I did it for probably, I'd say, four months, three or four months one time. And you cut, even if you're not trying to and you're eating a ton, you're still going to cut a lot of weight immediately when you do that. Yeah. And it takes your body, I'd say, three weeks to normalize. Like your stomach will be pretty upset for a minute in, in most cases. But, I I mean, I think it's it's better than most diets. Right. Because it's almost yeah. deer season. And I'm thinking about <laughs> just going straight deer and, like, straight. eggs. Deer and eggs for, like, a year. <laughs> I'd say you'll be on, a to- on the toilet quite a bit. You do that. Probably. Probably. Does, yeah. does jerky count? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't see why it wouldn't. Man, that stuff tears me up. <laughs> All venison and egg whites, 24-7. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, 
We have a question from a Joshua Merritt. Um, how many trees did you plant in Florida this past winter? You know what? This, this question. This question has been a continuous like. You know what pisses me off? Nobody this, gives us the answer. No, to what yeah, pisses we, me off. yeah, we have we have asked this question about six times on this show, and we don't even know what we're asking. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh shoot! So that that one I can't really touch on. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. You're gonna. You're, uh, <laughs> yeah. Who, yeah. Who are you putting this off on? Who do we need to ask next? Because it's like every time one person comes on, they like pass it on to the next guy. I'd say the guy who's going to end up having to answer that question for you is James Glauda. James, James Glauda. All right, we'll have to get him. On. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll just there, open I'm, up with that. <laughs> I mean, there's like six of us staying in the Florida house for months at a time, so you end up with some inside jokes that yeah. aren't really okay, aren't really okay for the public here. But well, I, if, hope uh, you, I hope you guys know that, like, and this goes out to Josh, Levi, Wyatt, like all you guys. I hope you guys know that we all, including our listeners, are assuming the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'd say yeah, you take the worst, and you're probably not far off. <laughs> Fair enough. But, Fair enough. Wyatt said him personally five to ten Levi two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well Wyatt had his girlfriend around for a lot longer, so oh. <laughs> Okay. Well. My my, assum- my assumptions are are is, are, is that, are, are is that kind like of... dumb truck racing coop? Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good times. We're getting we're getting closer. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah think, I, I, I think our assumptions are pretty spot on. Anyways, um so Levi, man. It's been an hour, right? Wow. I've, yeah. Buddy, hey, man, we, we appreciate your time tonight. Um, it's been yeah. fun. And I really, like, I, I appreciate your insight on a lot of this stuff. Um, and, uh, we, yeah, it's been a good time talking to you tonight. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, I really appreciate the platform, and it's been good bench racing with you. Absolutely, right, man. It, man. Absolutely. And being that you're really not that far away from here, we should have you come in and do a, do a show with us live sometime. That'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah, uh, just get a hold of me. Like I said, we usually leave mid, uh, I don't know, January-ish for Florida, but anytime between now and then, if you got a free slot, let me know. I'll make the drive up. Good deal, right, man. man. Good deal, man. Yeah. All right, Levi, we'll talk to you down the road, man. And uh, uh, like like we said earlier, uh, we if you guys um, if you guys just tuned into the show and you need uh, some training help and you want Levi to be your guy, uh, he mentioned it just a few minutes ago with uh, his email address, um, um, his uh, social media. So make sure you guys check it out and doing good things over there. So, uh, Levi, again, we appreciate your time tonight, buddy. All right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. All right, guys. Yeah. Levi Cohen on the show tonight. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Well, like. You didn't really have to pull the conversation out, right? The conversation just kept kind of going. It was pretty <coughs> pretty fluid. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. If you're, yeah. I mean, we went an hour on the conversation, and it yeah. didn't really seem like an hour. So. No. Right. Yeah. No, no it's fun. Like I, I mean, sometimes it's kind of like I don't know what to say pulling teeth, but to give us like to get us in the in the studio, mm-hmm. like. We, like, cause we well, when there's no freaking racing going on, what are we coming in here for? I know, but but at the same time, like we I just feel like raced right now without any racing going on. I feel like this was a good show, though, right? Yeah, it's a good show. Like when we come in here and we do our thing, mm-hmm. and uh, it's amazing that we've been able to coordinate ourselves this 123 times over the past three years. Three years. Hey, we're getting ready to celebrate our third year anniversary, aren't we? Are we? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so we've done what twenty three shows this year? 
Is that right so far? No. When when was our show with Barry? That was like early in the season, right? Yeah, that was our hundredth episode. Right. Was it after the first race or no? No, it was before the first race. Okay. I think. I think it was like January. I don't know. Uh, Time flies by when we're having fun. My iPad died. Yeah. Epis- so episode ninety eight was the first episode this year. This year. So that was January fourth. So twenty five shows. So we've done twenty five shows in a year. How many weeks? Yeah. I don't know how many weeks. I mean, 52 weeks in a year. Come on, you know, dude. You know. Now you're getting needy. We've taken like four weeks off lately. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Oh, well. We get... We, we, it's we, not like we get paid. No. We, <laughs> we, we hear it from our, from our yeah. loyal listeners. Um. So, all right. So, real quick. Uh. So, next week, guys, I think we're coming back in the studio. Yep. It'll yep. be... It'll be um, uh, Mountaineer preview. Mountaineer preview. We'll, uh, we got some picks. We're not going to do picks today. No, we'll we got, do we picks. picks. We'll do picks. Uh, we're, you know, we'll, we'll go back over these championships that everybody's forgot about. Yep. Right now, and, Brandon's uh, worried more about pick sixes. Than, yeah, yeah. Than race picks, but yeah. Did you see the like two hundred and seventy pound lineman got a pick six? Well, yeah, that was me, baby. Is that the one that he, <laughs> hand, he handed it off like 10 minutes – or 10 minutes, jeez. 10 yards uh, from the end zone? No, the ball, like – so they hit, the ball goes in the air, and it just kind of <coughs> falls in his hands. And then he takes off running, and I'm like, wow, that guy can actually run pretty quick for his size. Oh, those, You would be dude, surprised. those guys. You would be dude. surprised. <laughs> like, I guarantee you there is not a person on a Division One football field that can't run a 40 faster than you. That's I don't know about that, that big. That's big. I'm telling you, man. Those big guys are <laughs> fast. Well, I did. I ran a four six forty. So mm. right now, <laughs> I bet I. I bet I still run close. I think That's we need. Say. I think we need video proof. We're gonna have to try it. Yeah. Yeah. We should. We should just run. We should all run forties. <laughs> no, not me. Why? I'm slow cell right now. So I gotta get in shape. So. <laughs> okay, Brandon. I how how much? Okay, how hard are you going to work to get in shape to run a forty? Pretty hard. No, you're not. I don't like to lose. Well, you're not going to be him. The, what's the fastest <laughs> oh, you've ever it. ran a forty? Have you I ever? Don't know. Have you ever? Timed I assume you played football, right? Back in the day, I mean, shoot, I don't know. High school, I don't know what it was. We didn't run forties in high school. You know. What? You, yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Yes, we not did. timed forties. Yeah. No, we didn't. Ben Hall did not clock you? No. Like at football? Maybe he just yeah. was like. You didn't do time 40s in football? No, we did not, Brandon. I don't know, do we? I don't know. No. I did run track in middle school. We did time 40s in middle school football. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. we, we were more worried about. We were more worried about running the double wing offense. Listen, our, <laughs> some of our guards were faster than our running backs. <laughs> that's true. Hohan. Got to get outside and pull, baby. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, man. It's going to be a good show next week. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to go over everything, get back in the racing form, and uh, do it. Kill it up. We got a football game this week. How many games you got this week? Oh, we just play on every Sunday. You just play every Sunday? Is yep. that what it is? Yep. That's the schedule? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Practices. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we play Tuesdays and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And then volleyball, mm-hmm. try match. This Friday, big one, big one, yeah. Wow, you're busy. Oh, dude, I'm. St- I only got Parker playing basketball. He plays. He starts his first league of the year on Sunday. So, so, so here's how we have had 
three games this week, four practices this week, and and then somehow we've squeezed a drum lesson and a guitar lesson in that as well. Well, Parker does practice. I will say that. Parker has a couple practices a week. Mm-hmm. But he starts his first basketball s- season of yeah. the – well, he starts his first basketball league of the year Sunday. So yeah. right. we'll and see how it goes because he's playing up. That's where Brandon's kind of frustration comes in with the GNCC schedule. Yes. I know. I know. And I'm with like, you. I, I, do you – so when he starts that up, are you going to miss any of his games if you go racing? No, because he's playing on Sunday. Well, okay. So you race. If you would race dirt bikes, you would have to miss. If I race dirt bikes, then yeah. Yeah. But since I, the only series I run race on Saturdays, so it ends up working out okay. Right. But at the end of the bass, like when he gets into the next league, that'll go into March, which then interferes with like Florida, yeah, Georgia. there were there was, there was two or three games that I had to miss last year because of the GNCC schedule. Yeah. So. Yeah, that that's like I'm okay because like we just do baseball in the spring, and baseball is usually through the weeks until I guess you get older. Maybe they'll do weekends or travel ball or whatever. But like baseball history of the week, which is all good. So we're good. <clears throat> we we're doing really well. And then, freaking August comes. That's when football starts. August first. That's football season. Well, GNCC still has like four races or three races to go, but they don't start back up till September. So then it's like, well, can't go there because you know because he loves football, but he also loves riding dirt bikes. So yeah, I don't know. Well, it's tough. It's tough. When he gets older, he can figure it out. Yeah, yeah, he can start choosing. Yeah, yeah. then yeah. it's not on you. No, <laughs> it's all on him. But yep. Hey guys, this is our last show of the summer series. The summer series is a little bit shorter <laughs> this year than it was last year. Well, we have what three shows in the summer series? I don't even know. Yeah, last. Our last show was with Brandon Owens. That was a yeah. fun one. Yeah. Brandon was a good Brandon's a good guest coming Brandon's in. a good guest coming in. Um, studio. Talked to him for a while. I uh, had uh, um, Gabe Nod came mm-hmm. on that show. And then what was the show before that? That was a long time ago. We had a show before that? Yeah, we did. Oh, oh there's nine We hour. had to have the, had a show before hour. that. Was that the nine hour? Yeah, the nine hour review. Okay. Yeah. Because we didn't do a nine-hour preview. <laughs> <laughs> we had so. uh, one, yeah, two, three, four, yeah, three, five, three. So. six. Because we had Doug, and then we had Ryan Eccles yep. on that show. That's right. And then yeah, we Brian, did yeah. the snowshoe review with Bryson and Liam. Mm-hmm. So three. Yep. There we go. There we go. So we're going to be getting back into, like we said, the uh, regular – week-to-week preview review, mm-hmm. preview review shows, mm-hmm. and uh, we're back at it. Chiefs or Lions? Chiefs or Lions? Mm-hmm. First first my Thursday night game tomorrow <coughs> night. Oh, Chiefs. Trav- I mean, Travis I would Kelsey's say out right now. I would say Chiefs, Maybe. but Travis, he's not going to play. Maybe. He's not going to play. Why would they? What What do they have to gain by playing him in the first opener game? Mm-hmm. <coughs> I think When they, they could beat. Like I mean, the Lions are pretty good, though. I say Lions aren't no. No, they're not. Slouch. They're not the Lions of a year ago or two years yeah. ago. Last year they were decent. I think the Chiefs are still safe. Uh, I know they got Patty Mahomes. I'm gonna go Lions. Ooh, underdog because of Kelsey. Know. Yeah, because of Kelsey. Cal, I don't think Kelsey plays. No, I he, mean, but he hyperextended he, his knee yesterday. The biggest thing is, is the Chiefs have so many. Uh, Brittany's pretty pissed because he's on her cell. He, oh he's yeah, on her that would be that would be like a big pisser if I was playing fantasy this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mahomes has like 
the weirdest pass ever. Just the way he can move around mm-hmm. from where he did like the baseball and stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. The way he can move his arm around and still get the pass out. Reminds me of myself, kinda. Yeah. <laughs> you know who else? You know who I ran? Uh, uh, I don't know why we're doing yeah, this on the podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. I ran into Coach Clayton. Did last you last Friday? Nice. Yeah. And we were rem- that was our defensive high school coach. Yeah. We were reminiscing. Yeah. And all that good stuff about the old days when we were watching Bridgeport play. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Does he still coach? No. No. Mm. Nope. Did you end up making it to the South Harrison game? I did. Oh, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Buddy. I heard they only have like 23 kids out or something. Buddy. Yeah. That's the last one I'll go to. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there's anybody that's a South Harrison that listens to this show. I don't think there probably is. It's all right. We're alumni. We can say what we want. <laughs> we can say, okay. We're the only I'll, people that went okay. three, three straight years to the playoffs. We are the only people that went to the playoffs three straight years. Yep. As a alumni. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed with the product that I see on the field. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. It's terrible. They don't have a single person that can kick an extra point. Well, listen, they only have 23 people in the, the 11 of them Brandon, are freshmen. Brandon, <laughs> I guarantee you. I'm not lying. But I guarantee you. I, you're right. No, I know. I saw it. There's not, nobody on the sidelines. I guarantee <laughs> you that if you practiced a little bit, you could kick, a, you could kick an extra point. It's not that hard. I don't know. We practiced a lot. Remember? Do you remember <laughs> our senior year? <laughs> we <laughs> we could have won a game if we would have just could could trust our kicker to kick a field goal, like a twenty yard field goal. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about an extra point. How many extra points do we miss? A lot. A decent amount. Yeah, exactly. But okay, listen, listen. <laughs> they did. They don't have a punter. They don't have a punter. They went for it. Fourth and eight. On their own 10-yard line <laughs> in the first half. Oh, wow. That's bad. That is bad. And Liberty's not that good. And they lost to Liberty by four well, touchdowns. Well, Liberty's supposed to be pretty good. No, they're not. I watched them. They're <laughs> not that good. You sure they weren't playing their freshman? They may have been playing their <laughs> freshman. Um, Said, who do you got in? Uh, we're on the fourth string at this point. <laughs> I mean, we can't. We literally cannot go any lower. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. We watch, lost all our listeners. We're gonna. Yeah, probably. We're gonna go watch the uh, North Marion, um, Liberty game because oh. that's Brittany's alma mater, oh, okay. and she's all she's all about. Because like, oh, yeah. North Marion's, I think they're like third in the state. You in, know what? In, in you, guys come, you guys should come watch us play North Marion. Oh, do you guys play North Marion? Yeah. Bridgeport. Yeah. Oh, we'll watch that one. Yeah. I'll have to tell you what it is. That might be a at North Marion. That's going to be a good game. So she can come watch us. Yeah, we'll come watch that. Will you go? Are you going to go? Like I'm talking about like Colton's game. Oh, Colton's game. We played North Marion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll we'll come watch. When is it? I'll have to tell you. I don't know. I've looked at the schedule. Okay, fair enough. Jesus. Are you going to come watch us play the Kansas City Chiefs? The Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Is that that flag stuff? Yes, it is that flag stuff. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing pretty good. Well, he he I made say he, he wasn't doing any good. I just said it was a he, tough he, he made his first tackle and had his first reception the other night. October fifteenth. Okay. Oh, I might be hunting. On a Sunday? <laughs> You're not allowed to hunt on a Sunday. In Ohio you are. <laughs> That's God's day for you. <laughs> uh <laughs> um uh he made his first tackle and, and Tackle? Fought. He's tackling in flag? What's he doing? Well, it was a flagpole. <laughs> he made his first flagpole with a diving flagpole and then got his first reception. So Hey guys, um, so we're going to start a, a a football podcast. So uh, if you want to tune in, what are we going to call it? I don't know. Pick six. All right. So so we talked about this off air. 
there's a lot of people that listen to this show from West Virginia. So mm-hmm. everybody, you know, most people, if they're yeah. from West Virginia, if they like football, they're Mountaineer fans. What do you got? What's your record this season? <coughs> For us? Uh, yeah, what are you predicting? We already talked about what would keep Brown's sa- yeah. job safe. I say we go seven. Seven four? No, it would be, what, seven and five? Because mm-hmm. of 12 games? Is there 12 games? Yeah, there's 12 games. Seven and five, right? Seven and five. Okay. Because eight and four would be yeah. would, would probably keep his job. You think seven and five would? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Depends who we lose to. I'm thinking if he loses to Pitt, he's gone. Uh, <laughs> I I say the same thing. If he loses to Pitt, you're rolling into Texas Tech. Texas Tech is here, right? Texas Tech sucks. They got beat by uh, Wyoming. I know you just they got, got beat by Wyoming. No, I get it, but you got to be careful, right? Like you got to be careful. Number one projected team in the country right now, Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> No, Deion Sanders. <laughs> Prime time. I mean, they did have a pretty impressive game, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, you should when you're getting, like, D1. Like, everybody is, like, here's the thing. kids are leaving Alabama <laughs> to go play for them. Here's the thing. We have all the – I think we have a lot of pieces to be yeah. a good team. We have a good offensive line. Other, we got just, everything but a coach. If he would have just turned green loose. But supposedly I heard – I feel really bad because we're talking about this on, on our podcast. But anyways, um, so I um, – I don't even know if people are listening. I know, we're right? We're just talking. There's still seven people on here, and there are people in the comments saying that they're down for a football podcast. So, Oh, wow. Okay. Anyways, um, I th- what I heard was what I was saying all the time. Like Green was tucking and running too quick. Yep. He needed to sit in the pocket just a little bit longer and make the throw. And supposedly Brown told him in the second half, he needed to wait, like, and start making throws. Dude, that tight end that we have. We have a receiving tight end. He was wide open a lot of time. I know. And he was just tucking around. Anyways, frustrating. Very frustrating. I was pissed. So, I'm going to go to the game Saturday. I'm, I'm going to take care of this yeah. this issue. So who's what are you going to take care of? Drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> and you, if, you're, if, you, if you have any, any say in Coach Brown, can you please tell him to stop running the freaking bubble screen? Oh, my God, yeah. I hate that bubble screen. Yeah. It has never ever worked. Have you ever seen a bubble screen work? Ever? Um, when Richrod was around, it. That's because you had weapons all over the field. Right, right. You don't yeah. have that right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it gets frustrating. Like it, it'll work like one time, and then it won't work the rest of the game. But, um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's too slow developing in this league. Yeah. Well, everybody's expecting it nowadays. Right. Exactly. You know, everybody's watching for it. You you line up trips right or trips left, mm-hmm. and you're. First, like the first thing you think of is bubble screen. So, all right. So, real quick, get off this. Um, do you feel like do we, do you feel as a Mountaineer fan mm-hmm. that we stole that Kansas City Chiefs play? Like, how, like do you feel like like I don't know, like embarrassed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel embarrassed that we that we're doing that ring around the rosy. <laughs> For a two-point conversion when we're three touchdowns down, <laughs> I'm mortified. Okay. Like, when I watched that, and dude, I don't know who it was, but dude almost kicked the ball by accident. By accident. Watch it. Probably, he, it's probably the center. No, 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 no. It was like, it was, it, I think it was CJ. Oh, okay. But, like, just, I mean, it wouldn't have been his fault. It's, 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 that was stupid. How about our, our fourth down conversions? Oh, Let's why? bring in the backup quarterback and run a reverse. No, here's my thing. Like, why do like, we okay. keep chancing it? Because he screws it up every time on fourth down. He'll, 
He decides to go for it, and then we screw it up, and then they're that much closer to scoring anyways. My, my opinion is, is trick plays are for when your offense is dead in the water and you need a spark. Right, Brandon? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. you got to set up the trick plays. Right. I'm well, when you're moving the ball, like you're running the ball, CJ's getting four, six yards of right. pop. Like you can y- – y- your line is getting the push. Mm-hmm. Like uh, um, center um, – um, um, what's his Zach Frazier. Zach Frazier. Mm-hmm. Fairmont, local guy, yep. pumped. He's going to be in the NFL next year. Mm-hmm. If you ran right up the middle against Penn State, because Zach is getting like the push, Good he's blocks, pushing yeah. two yeah. guys off the line, you can get two, three yards every single pop, and then you run a stupid trick play. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the run play? Art running back literally hits off of our own team and gets like an extra four yards because he accidentally – Ran into his own teammate. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering how many people caught that. Oh, yeah. Because, like, he was supposed to go right up the middle. And then a guy blocker got in his way. And then, oh, and then he got in his way, and it, like, bumped him over to the side. And he still ended up gaining more yards by doing that. If he wouldn't have done that, then you, he would have got crushed. Do you know what Brown's winning percentage is in the past five years since he's been here? 50-50? No way. 45%. Oh, I mean, that's pretty close. I know. But, like, you're sub 500. Right. If he doesn't beat Pitt, he's gone. He should be gone. I think. Who, well, I, I mean, think it's only his third question. game of the season, boys. I don't care. Here's you, the I, question. I don't care. I don't care. If he doesn't. Pitt's not even in our conference. It doesn't matter. If he doesn't beat Pitt. So, so, like, so if he doesn't beat Pitt and then we go in and win our conference, you're, you're going to say. I don't care. We're no, going to go I'm just, saying, I'm just saying. I don't like, care if we Oklahoma's win the conference not in or there not. anymore. We better not or lose Texas. to Pitt. What do you mean? Texas? Yes, it, they are. Are they? This is our last I year. I thought they were. We, we play Oklahoma this year. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. But we don't play Texas. Oh, yeah. But they are in the league. We just don't play them because we have 14 teams now. Okay. I'm just saying, if you look at our schedule, we only and play you two talk top to Mountaineer five. fans, and they pick a game on the schedule that they think is the most important game, it's they're picking that one. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, of so course. better not lose that one. Yeah. Uh, um, Mark. Right? Yeah, Mark. Mark. Right? Mark who? Notman. Oh, Mark Notman. Oh, yeah. Suck it, Mark. <laughs> Eat shit pit. And with that being said, Brandon, <laughs> take us out of here. We got to talk about Yeah, we got to get out of here. Uh, we ain't got time to be talking about all this stuff here. Anyways, um, guys, appreciate it. Like I said, we're coming back hard next week. We're going to get back into this racing thing. Um, GNCC still do exist. Um, and uh, But also, guys, we couldn't do it without our sponsors. Magna One Motorsports. Uh, give me that read card, please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Magna1Motorsports.com. Go over and get you some helmets, goggles, gear, and more. Tracks out at any GNCC, any PAG events. Magna1's Magna1 Clean It, revolutionary cleaning product for your dirt bike, ATV, or anything else you take to the track on the weekend. Guys, go over and check them out. Um, couldn't do it without them this year. Uh, big title sponsor for us. Uh, Guts Racing. Uh, guys, I run Guts on both bikes now. Uh, great. They do awesome. If you don't trust me, trust a lot of the guys. Um, hey, I know we didn't talk about Fad, but uh, that was talking about time coming back for Iron Man. That's so, wild. That's crazy. Anyways, uh, be, it'll be on next week's show. Anyways, if you don't trust me, trust Stad Duvall, trust uh, John Glada, Joel Hetrick, all those guys over there that run guts that uh, you see them in the pits or on the line. Uh, Sil Sabres, uh, Mason and those guys over there do an awesome job. I use all their products. Um, all, all three of us do uh, in this room. Um, 
can't, can't say anything about them. Uh, forks, uh, ATV shafts, uh, UTV, mountain bikes, hands, feet, whatever you want. Uh, go check them out over there. Sunstar Chain of Sprockets, best chain of sprockets in the biz. Uh, Case Hard and Steel, guys. They also have that new chain of sprocket or chain or sprocket coming out. Can't remember what it's called. Doug will have to, will have to reach out to Doug. Remember he was saying that. Uh, you can throw that in the comment section, Doug. Yeah, that's put it in the comment section, Doug. Uh, can't remember what it is. I'm really bad about that. But uh, they also have aluminum also. But I know Doug was saying that they had a really cool product coming out for the ATVs uh, if it, for a GNCC racer. Uh, discount code SPLITLINE30 to save 30% off at Sunstar. Also remember that the uh, Sunstar uh, sponsorship is open. So if you guys are looking maybe to get sponsored by Sunstar for next year, get check after them out. It. Yep. And then uh, Mountain State Hair Scramble Series. Yep. Season's coming close to an end. It's wild. The season's almost over. That's insane. Summer's over. What the? Summer's <laughs> over. Yep. Fall. Some bullshit. Football. Hunting. I don't know about hunting. You guys want to see us do some hunting podcasts? I don't know. I'm I out. mean, after I'm season's out. over. Peace. Like, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe like we can get, like, Thad and Stu and, and who else is a hunter? Like, whoever hunts in GNCC... Maybe I will just do a podcast. I will be out. And we can do like a Whitetail Wednesday. De- Devin looks like he'd be in. Walker and Josh are famous for hunting, so. They're hun- I, they yeah. made it on national television. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. I'm out on that. Even though Colton did get to go shoot his gun the other day. Good, so. good. Bring him, bring I, think, him I think they're going to get my go squirrel hunting. Here's I'll bring Parker in for it because he's all about hunting. Yeah. So. Bring, bring him out here. I don't even wear camo. I need yeah. the doe patrol. Yeah. I got camo shoes yeah. on right now. Makes me puke. I got oh, camo shorts on. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> if it ain't got if it ain't if it is on a jersey, I don't wear it. <laughs> All right, guys. Is that it? I think that's it. Episode one, two, three. <laughs> we appreciate you guys listening for <laughs> Levi Cohen, for myself, Rodney Cooper, Brandon Whitehair, and Devin Masters. We're the split line crew and we are out. Peace. Peace. Ain't shit, and it's taxed to no end. Cause the rich men, not the rich men. I've been selling my soul, working all day. Overtime hours for bullshit pay. When there is uncertainty, when there are challenges and we need, you know, our bank partner to step up, there's never a question that M&T will be there for that. I know that any questions that I have, I can go to them and they will point me to who I need to talk to to get the right answers. M&T has been right there with us.